Welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Hopefully this episode goes with no um, issues or whatnot. But with that being said, if y'all want to connect with me, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram at TNTDad2728, and on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, Anthony last name, Story. <clears throat> Sorry about the burps. If you find a great um, what I say, content out of this podcast and you think you could share it, please do. Uh, I get paid like very little money, like pennies on the dollars. I think I made what, 260 bucks off this podcast. And I've put out roughly almost 90 episodes. I think is this episode 90. I think we got 10 more episodes till I reach 100. So hopefully I should do that before the end of the year because I'm trying to be more consistent, guys. So please understand. I, it's, it's hard sometimes. I got a lot going on at work, but I, I definitely am trying to be as consistent as I can with these podcasts. So, and then also I don't want to give you all content that I don't think is any good or anything. But with that being said, um, not a whole lot's going on at work. I mean, just normal car business stuff. We're trying to hire a lot of people. But the other day, you know, I usually on Fridays I do, you know, um, if I overcome objections. And guys, if you have an objection at work, please hit me up with it. Um, I've heard of almost all the objections. And once again, let me put a disclaimer out there. I live in Houston. And since I live in Houston, uh, my demographics, my um, shopping, everything's a little bit different than it is from, you know, sometimes much smaller cities or different cities out there in general. So understand when I speak, I speak from my perspective and where I'm at. So I don't speak for everybody, um, but obviously, I have some sort of knowledge and some sort of experience in the car business. So guys, once again, I appreciate y'all for listening. If y'all are on any platform, whether it be Spotify, um, Apple, you know, the podcast that they have, the platform they have, whatever it may be, please give me a five-star review. I truly, truly would appreciate that, and I love you guys. So um, now on to the podcast episode. All right. I wish I had to have some other music in here, but I have my cheap little... Um, uh, headset. There is nothing that is really extravagant about this. I don't have a little microphone. I don't have really anybody that I've ever been able to interview because my coworkers don't want to be interviewed sometimes. Um, but guys, if you live in the city and you want, you want to be interviewed, please hit me up. I, I have no problem. I will interview anybody at this point in time because I'd like to kind of get some more real world experiences into this. So, all right, let's get on with the podcast episode. So once again, most of the time on Fridays, I do some kind of close overcoming objection or whatnot. But, you know, being in the car business for the time that I've been in it, um, too many times, uh, and please don't take this the wrong way. This is for, meant for most new salespeople, okay? And, um, and this could be meant for some of the veteran salespeople too. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Not all, all managers are closers. Not all desk managers are closers or sales managers. You know, we have different skills and so, so on and so forth. Um, so with that being said... I know not all managers can close every deal, but I think we can close a good portion of them. Um, and I think every, just kind of give you all the, what I think should happen in the car business, you know, you should be a salesperson, finance manager, then a, a sales manager, and so on and so forth. But <clears throat> your experience in finance obviously helps you become a much better closer also. So with that being said, um, too many times or too often in the car business, new salespeople come into the car business and they, I guess, how do I put this? They, they, they get really smart really fast. So for instance, 
you know, my first two months in the car business, like I tell everybody, I wasn't the best salesperson when I started. Still, I wouldn't consider me one of the best salespeople. I just, I'm very task orientated and I can figure out stuff very easily and I can adapt. But for the most part, I wouldn't say I'm a full on introvert, but I, I'm pretty much an introvert when I get home and stuff like that. You know, I expend all my energy at work, but when I get home, it's pretty, I'm pretty drained of energy. But I still take care of my little two, my two little kids, my little five-year-old, my little seven-year, seven-year-old. Uh, Tyler and Tatum, so my love, my little loves of my life, and then I got, I've been happily married for 17 years, and now imagine that, being married for 17 years, you have to have some closing skills over time, right? Um, because if anybody's ever been married that long to another person, whether it be same sex or not same sex, um, uh, it's really, it's hard, it's hard to be married for a long time. I'm oh, sorry, I had to take a little drink of my, um, little girly beer, Michelob Ultra. So I'm not your burly, manly man because I enjoy my beer. But let's move on with the podcast episode. Um, I'm, I'm going off track really bad here. So too many times I think uh, new salespeople, they get too smart in the car business. And like I told you, my first two months, I sold uh, eight my first month, 10 my second month, and then I sold 26 and then so on and so forth. I was about an 18 car salesman guy. Um, I never really pushed myself, which at this point, looking back, I wish I would have done a little bit more, but I knew where my pay plan tapped out at, but knowing what I know now, in the car business, being a salesperson, that is the only position in the dealership that's never tapped out on income. You can, it's, 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 it's really, you can do whatever you want. So, now getting back to the subject of the podcast, mm-hmm. New salespeople and even people that are experienced, they get too smart sometimes, okay? So the one thing I can see with me being a desk manager, and this can be the theme of the podcast, is that you sometimes, if not all the times, should listen to your managers. And too many times, you know, I think salespeople, now don't get me wrong, it's, it's a really good skill. I think it's a really good thing for managers to listen to salespeople too. Um, but you know, I ask each one of my salespeople, what do you think we should do on penciling this deal? Because I don't think you should pencil every deal the exact same way. Um, we're not in that kind of industry yet. We're not selling everything a sticker. So you obviously have to get the feel of the customer, the feel of the salespeople and find out where you think best would be to land this deal. Cause when you're three or four pencils deep into any deal, there's no gross left and you've negotiated everything but the kitchen sink, right? So with that being said, you know, and I encourage you managers, those that listen to the podcast, to actually listen to your salesperson and say, and listen, say, hey, what do you think this needs to land? And I also encourage you on every customer as a sales manager is to go take a turn on your customer because you know how to set up the deal. You know how to ask certain questions a certain way or even ask them the same questions, but it's coming from you, so it sounds different. You know, for instance, when the salesperson asks, you know, is there a trade involved? The customer is going to be like, well, you know, there may or may not be, but when you go out there and say, hey, look, I, I currently saw you that you pulled up in the vehicle. That looks like the vehicle you're possibly going to be trading in. To make best use of our time, I'd like to have a look at that. Whether you buy it, whether you buy a vehicle from us, I'd like to offer you a number on your trade. So with that being said, we can say different things at different times. So you as a sales manager need to take a turn on every customer that you can, okay? Now also, also listen to your salespeople because as they're going on test drive, they're going to hear little things, right? Little things that, sell, that customers say that they want you to hear and things that they don't want you to hear. And when you come back, you need to ask the, I like for instance, I had, a, I had a salesperson the other day. I'm sitting there talking to him and I said, hey, where do you want me to pencil this deal? Long story short, I put a little bit of discount, held a little bit on the trade, but 
we end up selling the guy and we end up making $2,500 on the front. Now, is that always possible? No, it's not always possible. But what we try to do is we try to set every deal up the right way. So, with that being said, when you come back to the desk sometimes or when the sales manager sends you out on a pencil, you know, one of the key things is, is that you need to listen to your manager. Because your manager, as much as you, most salespeople think this, they have your best interests in mind. Um, they have your best interest to sell the vehicle and to make as much money as prof, as much money as possible, or make a friend and still get a mini and bus bugs and be on the way. But with that being said, I don't think any manager, and I can't speak for all managers, but is, is, is viciously trying to kill your deals. I know that for a fact that they're not trying to kill your deals. Every manager is out there to hopefully sell you cars and help you sell cars and help you get better. Um, and, and if you're not, and if you're in a dealership that is not like that, you really need to reconsider being at that dealership. But when the manager gives you words, and we call this in the car business, we call them loading your lips, we put words in your mouth to overcome certain objections that you may or may not face, or to how to present the pencil in a way that this customer might understand. So please understand, whenever you come to the desk, and this is not, the reason why I wanted to make this a, a, a an overcoming the objection kind of podcast or a closing podcast is because that's all the managers are trying to do. And too many times, you know, um, we as salespeople or managers or we look as the consumer as an enemy. And that's not the case. The consumer is not the enemy. Now, is a consumer going to lie to you? Yes. Is the consumer going to hide stuff from you? Yes. All that's going to happen. Do not think that that's not going to be happening. Don't be so um, ignorant to the fact and naive that that stuff doesn't happen. That stuff happens every day in the car business. But please understand that the customer is not the enemy. The customer is just coming there to simply find out what they can buy the vehicle for, or they're, kind, they're coming there to learn how you're going to see it, sell the vehicle to them. So with that being said, I know um, you as a salesperson need to go, when you go into the desk and the manager's giving you your numbers, you need to understand they're there to help you out. And when they tell you what to say, and it took me the longest time, and I want y'all to understand, I was not the best closer. I'm still not the best closer. I try to sell off my personality and logical skills. So I'm not this elaborate you know, guy, but I'm telling you, I, I try to sell off a logic more than anything. Um, versus emotion because you know I think for the most part and this is just my personal opinion most customers are making an emotional decision but ultimately lies some sort of level of logic and then there's sometimes just just a pure emotional purchase but with that being said you know um, I think too many times in the in the car business you know um, well first of all when managers load your lips some of it's going to be so uncomfortable that you never want to say that shit. Like, you're like, fuck this. I am not saying that, okay? Now, understand, they've said that in the past, and I will tell every customer, every salesperson that what I tell you to say, I promise you I'll say it myself. And I'll do it because I want to make an example of it. And I don't do it in such a narcissistic ass way that makes you feel like I'm above you or above the customer. I do it in the way that I know that I've done it in the past to you know, bring an emotion out of a customer because I, I like tend to, customers that are usually being very rude and ass, like being asses, what I tend to do is I try to poke at them a little bit to bring that emotion out. 
once I get that emotion out, I try to make sense of that emotion and try to calm it down and stuff like that. So I want y'all to completely understand. Um, I don't do it for a narcissistic reason or to prove that I'm the closing God or anything like that. You know, the other day uh, I listened to podcast and somebody said, when you close the deal, don't sit there and come back to the sales tower and said, you wouldn't have been able to make that deal without me. That is the worst thing you can do. And I've probably done that, not even not only recently, but I've probably done that in the past. And the thing is, you know, when a salesperson comes to manager, I'm talking to you guys, um, not only the managers too, but you salespeople, it's because you ran out of talent. You don't have any more tricks up your sleeve. You don't know what else left to do and you need the manager for your help. And you as a manager are the lifeline to that salesperson. Don't think of it as, man, this is another deal you're gonna blow out or you can't close them. It is not like that, okay? <coughs> Sorry. It's the, cust the salesperson ran out of talent to close that deal, so therefore it's your job to step in and understand that the customer is not the enemy. You are there as friends and trying to help that customer understand how to buy the vehicle. So, guys, I hope I gave you all enough nuggets in this little uh, podcast episode. Um, I know I talked about drinking beer and all that good stuff. Uh, I really don't have any much more left to say. I should have put a, um, I should have put a um, commercial in here or whatnot, but guys, I'm here to give you all content and information. I'm trying to be consistent. Please understand. <laughs> I just have a lot to do at work. So hopefully I give you all a Monday Motivation Podcast. I promise you if I don't, uh, hate on me all you want. But guys, I truly do love you guys. Also, um, and I'm going to bring it up because I brought it up in the past. If y'all want to learn, I'm telling you, the car business is going this way. So YouTube channels, whatever, whatnot, it's been that way for a little bit, but it's going to be more predominant as we move on. But if you want to learn how to create your own lead generating websites, please hit me up. Um, uh, I use phone sites. I do have an affiliate link. It's the same price whether you pay me or, or you pay it directly. So please hit me up. I'll share that with you and I'll teach you how to make some um, websites if you like to that generate leads to you that you can use through Facebook or just have in general. Other than that, um, if y'all have any questions, please hit me up in my instant message, my direct messages, my DMs. Um, y'all can, you know, if you ever hit me up in one of those and you want me to give you a phone call, I'll do, I'll do that. Uh, I have no problem doing that too. I have no problem reaching out to you. Um, but please understand guys, I'm here to only help. I'm not here to not do anything else. I don't get paid a lot of money to do this. Nothing really, it's 260 bucks. So I do this out of, as a passion project to help you out, to make you better, and to hope the, hopefully make those around you better. Because one thing I, I understand in the car business, any knowledge that we keep, it's not making the world better, it's not making everybody better. So make sure you understand that too. Um, so if you wanna reach out to me, Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 LinkedIn. Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. And guys, you know this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. Think about that, you figure that out. And the very last thing is we all win when we all win. So guys, if you got great content out of this podcast, share it with somebody else, private message, DM, text message, take a screenshot, do whatever you gotta do to share this with anybody. Very last thing is, um, man, what was I gonna say? Oh five-star review, whatever it may be, please reach out to me, guys. You know I love you, and you know what's coming next right as soon as the music comes on. I love you guys.